0: Hello brothers and welcome back to KKSI Presents. I'm your host, Bonko, National Vice President for Student Affairs, and I am so incredibly grateful for the opportunity to be a part of this production. And of course, I couldn't do any of this on my own. I have some amazing help from our national communications team, our student advisory committee, and of course, a special shout out to our editor, Ryan Smith, for all of his hard work and dedication to KKSI Presents. So, to all of our fraternal listeners, welcome back and thank you for your support. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to our show. We truly do appreciate you taking the time to join us today. This podcast is, of course, brought to you by Kappa Kappa Psi National Honorary Band Fraternity. The purpose of this series is to provide you some insights, some helpful tips, suggestions, and to showcase the different voices of our brotherhood in a hopefully entertaining entertaining fashion that will keep you coming back and wanting more information and more details and just hearing from the brothers of K.K. Psy. So today's guests are they're joining us from really all over the 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 map here so uh i'm gonna let our guests tell you a little bit more about each of them so without further delay let's go ahead and pass it over for official introductions
1: hi my name is jose miranda i am from gamma iota um i go to the university of new mexico i am a music education major and I am um, my chapter's historian. I play clarinet for the UNM's Symphonic Band, and when things are more safe or safer, then we're gonna go back to me playing clarinet for the Spirit Marching Band as well.
0: Okay, I love it. Thank you, thank you. You know, what about you?
2: Yeah, I am uh, Nino Mejia. I'm with the Lambda Gamma Chapter of Florida International University. well, I'm the current parliamentarian. I have been for, this will be my third year. And i um, the drum major. I was a drum major for the past three years uh, with Rhode International University. Uh, and um, now I'm currently on staff as a sort of um, uh, instructor for the drum majors and the WINS in general. I love it. Love it. Who's your DOB down there? Um, Barry Bernhardt.
0: Okay. Very cool. Awesome, love it. And lastly, but not least.
3: Hey guys, my name is Gabriel out the third. I am from the Epsilon Delta chapter of Kappa Kappa Psi here at uh, Texas a University, Kingsville. Uh, I am a business management major with a minor in music. I am currently uh, our chapter's uh, president i uh, held offices as uh, CSC before. Uh, and this is the first year I, I'll be going as a president, which is kind of, it's fun. And a new experience going along with this pandemic. Uh, so it, it's a new, it's a new ballpark to play in. Um, personal facts. Um, I'm no longer in the marching band, but I still assist any way I can. Uh, I was part of the drum line, and then I eventually became uh, part of the instructing staff for the drum line uh, for tech, and then I was uh, head caption head. So, that's it for now.
0: I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you all once again for joining us on this uh, episode. Um, so, we're going to start with hopefully an easy question, um, but there may be a lot to unpack, so we're going to take it actually back in time, and I just wanted to see if each of you could tell us and our listeners a little bit more about your story with K.K. Sion. How how did you get involved, and what
2: are you doing now? And we'll start with Dino. Uh, Yeah, well, I kind of was interested right off the bat um, my first kind of year with the marching men, and it wasn't until my second year that I was kind of reached out to by the current, uh, by the president at the time. Uh, he's like, yo, you, you kind of, and I say that, you know, he did, he definitely said, Hey, yo, (laughs) I feel you (laughs) kind of match, um, you know, what we're looking for. And are you interested in joining this fraternity? And I, I, it was a quick thought and I was like, you know what, this is kind of like what I've, how I've always kind of ran either schools I've worked with personally, um, and just how I was, you know, throughout high school as well. Um, and I just kind of was like, yeah, this is exactly what I think, you know, any leader should do right off the bat. And it just kind of made sense. And from then on, it's just been a constant um, joy to really help either select, you know, the new members and just kind of grow with brotherhood and, and service throughout the band program. I
0: mm. Love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, bro.
3: Um, my first experience going into here um, or anything with Kappa Kappa Psi was my first day as a freshman in marching band. Mm-hmm. I saw a whole bunch of, of people with with Kappa Kappa Psi uh, letters, and I was like, "Wow!" I always thought, of course, we all see the the uh, college organizations on TV or on the news, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Wow, that's actually a, a big, it's like, actually a real thing." We got here, and our first thing we did was our first day for Marcha Band. We did a barbecue, welcome back barbecue. Okay. Uh, so we do that. We, we do that every year, and I realized that wow, these guys are not only the Marcha Band; they they have leadership roles. Mm-hmm. We have people from in all in all the different types of instruments uh, leading this ensemble, mm. and it was incredible seeing that all of them had one common goal, had one common had one thing in common better mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. that they were all wearing cap capsized letters yeah and in high school knowing oh I was always in the band booster so I was always helping out the band or especially the drum line because I was in it with uh, fundraisers with helping selling tickets for for I Know Pigskin mm-hmm. so I was always a part of a band booster program and I thought and I, as I came to audition for the music the music program here at the university I was like I really hope there's some method or way we can go about or i can continue this mm. to not, help, not only help myself be but be a part of something bigger yeah. luckily when i came here i was like damn there's no mark there's no bambooster." booster but i was like wait there is something even greater than that <laughs> so the president and cc at the time was like hey man uh uh i've i've no i've I've been able to see that you've actually been helping us even though you're not one of us you always offer a kind of like do you need help carrying this do you do you want me to tell other people about the barbecue and I I think you'd be a a really good uh, member for this organization and since then it's just been history loving every minute of it
0: I love it, thank you, thank you. No, I appreciate you sharing that. And last but not least, Jose, what about you? How did you get started with KKSA and what are you doing with KKSA now?
1: Um, I got involved last year, actually. Um, I'm a sophomore now, but coming in last year, um, I didn't know anybody. I moved out of my hometown into a bigger city. Um, I had very little connections and the only, conne- the only connections I had were to like, people in my hometown. Um, so coming to, um, like everyone else has said, to marching band, um, everyone who had the KK side letters were helping, were like bringing water, they were um, ha- bringing the podiums for the drum majors, they were setting up sound, they were doing all this stuff. And that was essentially my job in high school. So I, it interested in me. Um, and so during breaks, um, our director would allow KK inside to talk, to explain who they are, to explain what they do. And um, it really resonated with me because that's what I wanted to do in high school. That's what I did in high school. And I saw the opportunity to continue doing it. So I just went with it. Um, so I went, uh, later that week, later that first week, I went to the recruitment events. Um, and here I am today as the historian for Gamma Iota. And it's really cool. It's really, it's really a place where I found, you know, there's like your people. Everyone has like their own people. I found my people here. Definitely. And that's kind of like, I really like that.
0: Yeah. I love that. Our people. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, where else can you find a group of people who are, who just, not just do their jazz but go above and beyond and, and just service as, as our love language to one another. And we may not even know each other fully or, or well. And, it, you know, I, we're still just doing things for one another. And it's just such a powerful, powerful piece of what KK um offers, uh, not just only to members, but to the band programs, to the fans. I mean, it, it's just an incredible, incredible space to be in. So with all that being said, my, my next question for you, um, you know, as we, we talked about earlier, we are, And we did an interview last year for this as well. And coming back to the second year, especially for for my second year as VPSA, that was important to highlight this special time of the year known as National Hispanic Heritage Month. And I wanted to chat with you all a little bit more about yourself and your community. But before we get into this, I did wanna make it clear to everybody listening that we're not asking uh, our members here, our, our guests to speak on behalf of the entire community, right? We're asking them to speak on their personal experiences that will help us learn a little bit more about each brother um, and celebrate their differences and their culture. So, my next question here, um, and what are your what are your general thoughts on having a set time to celebrate your culture and heritage? And we'll start with Gabriel.
3: That's actually a very big thing, uh, especially over here in, in Deep South Texas, to where it's not mainly a a set time for us, but it's mainly, but it's, it's mostly a time where national heritage, national Hispanic heritage month is that different cultures around us are actually more open uh, about, about the Hispanic heritage. Mm-hmm. Uh, as in for us, uh, Tamuk, uh, we're the, we're the, oh, for our chapter of Kappa, Kappa Psi, the only one that's more Southern, more deeper in South Texas, uh, is at our, at the university at the university of, uh, the Rio grand Valley.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. Uh, uh, we were able to have a communication with them, uh, more communication than often. So we are able to actually talk among, amongst each other. And a lot of our members, uh, as myself are from the are from the Rio Grande Valley, mm-hmm. so coming up here and actually getting to know more people, like oh wow, I actually went to high school with you, uh, <laughs> I saw you at band competitions back home. Mm-hmm. It's a real eye opener knowing that we're from the same area, but even though we're in the same high school, same university, we each have a, a different understanding and, per- and perception of Hispanic heritage, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's really cool that we can be in the same room but complete different uh ideologies eti- and actual cultural background
0: mm-hmm. i love that thank you thank you jose what about you
1: you see uh, truthfully um being in a place where um his uh hispanic heritage month is very foreign mm-hmm. uh, my hometown <clears throat> is um more on the conservative side so there's not very much celebration of a wide variety of cultures
0: mm-hmm.
1: so um coming to a new place where it's very respected and very um cel- very much celebrated mm-hmm. um i think it's very important uh just because um for me me personally i know we have so much rich history we have so much Diversity, even even in the hi- Hispanic culture, we have yeah. such diversity. Yeah. So I think it's very important for us to take the time to really recognize that, for us to set apart a time for us to acknowledge mm-hmm. who we are and where we've come from.
0: Yeah, definitely. I appreciate that. And you know what about you?
2: Um, I, I I think it's uh, it's you know as was what was previously said. I've been fortunate in having kind of like the opposite experience. Um, I'm I'm a bit of a a military brat, as they say, uh, born to, um, you know, my African-American father and my mom, who's Colombiana, Puerto Rican, Colombian, Puerto Rican, and um, born in San Diego, which is kind of like a, a North Mexico, as they say. And then I moved to Miami, which is you know lovingly said a north Cuba and um i I've had the 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 pleasure i would say uh to be able to be in a rich vibrant hispanic community um that you know having a set time is is great it's a bit of a mixed bag because on one end it's it's like wow that's that's great that we have our our you know, Hispanic heritage month, but on the other end, it's just like, I live in Miami where it's like that all the time. Um, so I've been kind of, um, not really seeing the effects of I guess a Hispanic heritage when everywhere I go, there's, there's that culture just in the air, so to speak. Um, Mm. even in when it comes to the university level, I know that in a class that we're going to be 60% at least, you know, Hispanic. And that's just something that's, that's kind of, always been ingrained um, in me to be able to have that culture um, where I go. So it's, it's whether it happens or uh, where there's a month or not, I feel like every month is uh, a representation of my heritage. Yeah, no, I
0: love that. So, so thank you all so much for, for sharing. And it just continues to remind me that just we, we, even within the United States, like there's, there's this diversity, and of course, like diversity is, is an important conversation, has been an important conversation, but more so now with, with a microscope on how we are actually showing our appreciation and respect for different cultures, different ethnicities. And when we look at this time frame, just to celebrate another culture. Um, Sometimes I I guess I I like to look at it like, don't look at it as a window with a time limit, but look at it as a a starting place for those who don't get to or have not known about this. Um, And then also as a friendly reminder saying, Hey, this culture still exists and is a vibrant part of our community. So thank you all so much for sharing. Uh, My next question uh, for you all, how would you define the word culture itself? And why do you think it's important that brothers of KKSI continue to learn about the different cultures in our society. And we'll, th- we'll start with uh, Jose. Jose. <laughs>
1: Honestly, culture is such an um, an umbrella term that um, it's such a hard thing to define, but my best definition is ourselves. Mm. Because, let me explain. When I say ourselves, it means like like me personally, I was taught how to cook all sorts of different uh, Latinx, Hispanic cuisine. I was taught how to um, style uh, the heritage. I was taught um, the music, the food. Fu- I was taught music, the food, the clothes, all of that. I was taught that, and there's going to be a point in my life where I'm going to be the one to teach a next generation that, and just passing on the culture. So mm-hmm. when I say we are the culture, it means like we carry it on and we show what the culture is with who we are and what we're doing. Mm.
2: I love that. Thank you. Nino, what about you? Um, yeah, I think that uh, what Jose said was, was very um, kind of on the nose. It's an umbrella term. And um, one of the things that I like just in, you know, with having Gabriel and Jose here as well is we represent three different regions where we're, you know, we're Hispanics and we're living in three you know, different parts of the United States and, it's one of those things that, you know, what the, um, yeah, culture, you know, Jose, he he said it brilliantly. What culture is, is more of who we are and not just a um, definable uh, term that is just blanketed everywhere. You know, yeah. whether you're Colombian, Puerto Rican, Nicaragüense, you know, anywhere you're from, you know, your culture is going to be unique to you and that's just who you are. And I think that representation in in a chapter room setting um, just goes to show kind of that melting pot of the different nationalities, different cultures, Mm -hmm. and how we function together as one chapter and above that as one fraternity. And I think that's very important to have that, um, that kind of uh, difference unique to who you are and all of our cultures make the culture that is our chapter makes the culture that is, our fraternity of Kappa Kappa Psi. I love that, thank you for sharing. Gabriel, what about you?
3: I mean, what, what Jose and uh, uh, Nino were saying was, it was spot on, it's, it's such an umbrella term. And it's one thing I've learned visiting other chapters is that culture can't be defined, at least in my eyes, it's more uh, culture as a result of the society around around everyone. Um, just like, uh, Jose was saying, like, if you talk to another Hispanic, that's even it's 30 minutes down the road or five minutes or five hours down the road, even though it's the same, uh. Uh, race or culture, there's always going to be something different about it. And mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's what's so unique about any culture around the world is that no matter if it's the same region, same uh, country, same anything, there will always be such a diversity, uh, and it's just so so amazing to uh, to watch and actually be a part of. Yeah. No. I.
0: This is. I mean, this is such powerful stuff. I'm sure we could talk about this stuff like for hours on end. Um, and it's just like, as you, you were all talking, it just reminds me, it's like culture, I think is, is the, the, the sense of being where you are paying tribute to your traditions. You're paying tribute to those before you have laid the bricks for you to walk in life as, as you are now, while still being open to the evolution and the discovery of your identity and what part you play in helping you define your culture and helping lay the bricks for future generations. And the, and as you were all talking as well, it also can, it continues to remind me of, let's say like KK culture. And, and it's like, in a way, part of it is re- paying respect to the things that tie us together, the ritual, the, 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 the hymn, the things that we do uh, that are similar, but also in the way that like in which the vibrant, diversity of our our organization brings different skill sets, knowledge, perspectives to help make our organization an even more powerful, stronger, and um, just overall, I think, wholesome wholesome group. So thank you all for that. Um, My next question for the group is, if there was one thing, and I know that we don't want to just share one thing, but for a podcast and if, if people out there who are just unaware or would like to learn more, uh, I ask for one thing as a, as more of a starting point for people. All right. So if there was one thing you wish all brothers could know about your heritage, or I should say your experience with your heritage, what would that one thing be? And we'll start with
2: you now. Um, I think Bong, what, you, what you're saying in the sense that it's hard to pick kind of just one thing is one of those things that it's. <laughs> makes you think, and <laughs> I think, ultimately, um, the one thing is that I'm not just Colombian, I'm not just Puerto Rican, um, I'm not just, you know, on, on, my, on my father's side, I'm not just African-American, I'm, I'm all of that. Um, it's, it's not, it's easy to kind of label, and, and it, to an extent, it, it's okay, it makes sense, but I am, and you know, to echo what Jose said, you know, I'm all of those things. I am that one culture. That culture is me. And I think everybody should know that at the end of the day, you know, we are what we represent uh, and our representations could be, you know, in our family, in our environment, um, in kind of traditions that, you know, were passed down and we embody all of those things, not just one, not just the other. You know, I'm, I'm all of those and that's what represents me. And I feel like that's something that, um, when we, when we kind of just dropped down and we're like, Hey, at the end of the day, we're just, we're all brothers. <laughs> so it's like, that, that's just really what it comes down to. And that, that would probably be the main thing is, you know, there's no need to, you know, have that kind of label sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. and just know that, you know, we're all in this together.
0: Yeah.
2: I love that. Uh, Gabriel, what
0: about you?
3: I mean, there's not there's not much more I can say to that. Uh, it, was, it was it was pretty it was pretty spot on, but also to where, I mean, just, just like he was saying, just because you're you're Hispanic, you're uh, Puerto Rican or Colombian, does not just does not only mean that's all you are. Mm. Every every Hispanic and land culture has one has more than a hundred aspects into one. There's you're always tied into everything and you might not think or even realize that you're a part of everyone. But like he was saying, we're all brothers in in fraternal spirit and in heritage.
0: Mm. I love that. Appreciate it. Thank you. say what about you?
1: You see, when I initially read this question, I kind of, I kind of took it too literal because like, oh, um, I was thinking more like don't forget to um, leave the rice uncovered when you're making rice Mm -hmm. Uh, or like something specific, but I really thought about it. There's a lot of things that I know about my culture Mm -hmm. that not, not everyone will know. I know there's a lot of things that a lot of people will not understand. So if there's just one thing that I want everyone to take away, is to understand that even though you don't understand it all, it is very important to me.
0: Mm.
1: Like what, whatever it is you that it may be, whatever whatever aspect, it's still something that I recognize. It's still something that I respect. Mm-hmm. So, um, all I would want anyone to take away from that, brother or someone who's not a part of KK side, is to understand the importance
0: of it all to me. Yeah, and I think that it's very powerful and important for us all, just as a gentle reminder to all uh, about what you all three have just mentioned is that it's, it's, it really is difficult, one, to define culture and define um, one thing for people to know about your heritage. While I will admit the tips and tricks that you have learned throughout your life like leaving the rest and cover, it, I think that's important stuff as well. For example, if you ever enter an Asian American's house, you must take off your shoes. Do not walk around in your shoes. That's barbaric to some. So you know it's things like that. It's also also very important. But then on the deeper sense, like I think it's so important you look at why those things are to like the root of like why has that been such a big part of the culture? And I think part of that too is is then you start getting into the different reasons why, which also shows you the diversity and perspective and lives living, just throughout, I mean, you you look at the countries um, which our membership represents, so many different perspectives, so many lives, hardships gone through, I mean, just so many different things and stories to share, which is why I'm so incredibly grateful for you three joining us today. So um, my next question here is, Do you have any suggestions on certain artists, songs, or simply genres of music that you would uh, want brothers to look into, do some research if they're interested in learning more about your culture musically? And we'll start with Jose on this one.
1: Um, In my opinion, I feel like going back to some of the roots is a good place to start like the classics uh celia cruz uh very much the height or like not 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 necessarily the height the um the starting point for like salsa music mm. a very a very big part in our community is our dancing so celia cruz uh very much impacted salsa music and like going into that like cumbia selena she was a very big part of our community she was a very um she was a very important woman in our community i might want to add to that um so i would just go back to the classics i would go back to the originals there's so much there's so much good music today but there's still something to be appreciated from the classics.
0: Yeah, always, always the classics, right? I love that. Uh, let's see here, Nina. What about you? Any suggestions for brothers to research, look into?
2: Uh, well, firstly, I feel like I have to go ahead and get um, Jose and I'm sure Gabriel's uh, data after this interview because you know the things that they've been saying have been spot on. I was like, why write things down? Like, why prepare? <laughs> because you know I was gonna go with. Uh, Selena, I was going to go with Celia. Um, I would say, um, you know, there's, there's always, I, I think beyond that, it comes down to, um, for, on one end, yeah, go, go ahead and go to the classics. And, and I'll just broaden it to just kind of genres, you know. Uh, salsa, my, my stepdad's Dominican. The stepdad of 22 years, go listen to some bachata. Um, go, go and um, a, ma- a mariachi or mariachi, mm. if we're going to go ahead and <laughs> roll the R's there. I would say, <laughs> I would say that um, it's anything that's lively, anything that makes you kind of get up and like, hey, uh, this is different. And, you know, same thing with, 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 with cumbia. That's kind of like one of those things that it's um, kind of like with the music that's popularized nowadays. Mm. Um, we don't have a lot of that. And mm. I, would, I would venture to say if it, if it kind of sounds weird or kind of it's different than what you're used to sit there and enjoy it and see what makes Latinos move. <laughs> what makes, you know, us get excited about that party, about that get together that we're going to have, uh, that starts at six and ends at six. You know, that's kind of like one of those things that we, we hold dear to ourselves and, you know, somebody might not like bachata, but that one person likes mariachi, that one mm. person likes cumbia, likes salsa, um, you know, that's one of the things that that makes it unique to everybody and, you know, to echo what we've been saying, you know, I'm sure if the four of us sat down, we'd have, you know, our different styles of, you know, our Latin music and that's, that's what makes it special.
0: Amazing, amazing. Good stuff. Gabriel, what about you? What suggestions do you have?
3: Actually, I'm going to follow their route. Um, our uh Pride of South Texas Marching Band is the marching band here at the university. We actually did a show a couple of years ago of Selena. Uh, so we traveled all around South Texas uh showing off the band and showing off how Latin music isn't only cumbias isn't only uh uh Wadachi music but also we showcased Selena in the aspect to where she she didn't she not she did not only uh stay on one type or style or genre, you know, she did ballet, she did cumbia, she did, uh, English music as well to where we, we were able to, to show that off to the community, to the, all the, all the Hispanics, uh, uh, in South Texas and even the people here in Kingsville, uh, to where the marching band ourselves and even the audience would get up and dance with us. And I think that's a really cool, uh, Representation of how land has land music has influenced the cultures around, and just had make it just a fun time for everyone involved.
0: I love that. I will. I will say, I, I'm from Indiana, so I don't think there's ever been a time where. We have the band has played anything <laughs> and the, the crowd has actually danced with us. So I think that's this, that's his powerful stuff there. So again, thank you for sharing. So for those listening, if you're, if you're willing, wanting, curious to learn more, I mean, these, this is such a great way, music, right? The universal language, such a great way to learn more about people, about heritage, about their culture, about what, it means to be of a certain culture of the values and and the things that just make a culture special. So um, I have one last question for you all, but I did want to ask some fun questions. These are just more generic questions. just a kind of off the the spur of your head here. And and as as soon as you hear this question, if you have an answer, feel free to, to answer it at any time. We won't go in any particular order. So again, this will be more rapid fire. Okay. So this first one probably easy maybe not what is your favorite home-cooked meal
1: i personally just because uh my family visited me this weekend and they brought some with them um machitos i don't know if you guys know what they are um but uh machitos in a a soft taco uh some salsa onion cilantro all that the whole shebang is okay. all that simple.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: I love it. What else?
3: Uh I think mine right now, uh I was uh, my uh my girlfriend and I were actually able to make it some uh menudo. Uh we find any excuse to make menudo. even now there's a cold front in Texas now. It's only seventy degrees but it's a cold front for us. Uh mm. just it's an amazing <laughs> be all around.
2: Yeah. I love it. You know, what about you? I'm going to go with a comfort food on this one. Um, it's definitely empanadas. Um, it, it's not like, I guess, a meal, um, as I have a, I guess, a diverse palate. I just, I love food, you know. Yeah. Uh, but definitely empanadas, any, any fried, baked, um, any filling, has just always been kind of like a go-to snack or like yeah. a quick kind of bite uh, is what I usually go to. Yeah. Okay. I love that. So
0: let's go the opposite direction. What cultural meal snack, a food item do you just, you're like, you, that your family wants you and you're like, uh, not, not my thing. That's my least favorite thing.
2: All right. So this is a little bit easy now. Um, <laughs> even before, and I've uh, full, full disclosure, I've, I've been a vegan for almost five years now. Yeah. Uh, but um, even before that, anytime they cook liver, Mm. That's that's not been a favorite, uh or or probably a blood sausage to be honest. It's okay. always been different for me. Noted, noted. I'll have to do some
1: research into that. What else? For me, um uh we come from uh Juarez, Mexico, and one of the one of the popular dishes that they have um is colita de pavo cannot, I cannot stand the smell. I cannot stand like the texture, the flavor. And my mom, she knows that. And she's still <laughs> she's still persistent on either offering me some, making me some. And I'm like, "No, like you know this. We you've known me as long as I've been alive. You know I don't like this." Yeah. But I mean, I still appreciate this—the sentiment. But she I, has I, hope. It's just not for me.
0: She's, she's holding out on hope that one day you'll fall in love with it. One day. Not today.
1: One day. I love it. What about you?
3: Uh, mine isn't actually a meal. Um, you see, there's a lot in South Texas where uh, a lot of the older families have a tree, and mm. it's called a, uh, a papaya tree. Mm. It's actually a fruit, uh, but. Almost every Hispanic family makes a dish with it, or just cuts it from the tree and starts eating it. And for some reason, for the life of me, I cannot stand the smell uh, <laughs> or the taste of it. As soon as as soon as my dad or my or my mom says that they bought one, I actually make them eat it outside under our porch. I'm like, no, nope, I'm gonna go for a ride. I'm gonna go buy something to eat. I'm not gonna stay in the house.
0: Oh, I love that that's so funny. That reminds me a lot of, I don't know if any of you have heard of or have smelt durian. Durian fruit is a, a big popular thing in Southeast Asia and, um, here, I mean, like it is pungent where it's like, basically if I, I have made up the rule, if my family eats it, they have to make sure that I'm not there for at least 14 days because it lingers. So I feel you on all the uh, least favorite items there. <clears throat> so, do any of you still have uh, family members or close loved ones back in anywhere, back home countries, any areas that you still visit or want to visit someday?
2: Yeah, I have um, um, my grandmother's, uh, she has a couple cousins and, and my mom's aunt um, still in Colombia, actually. Uh, they call every now and then. And, you know, I've never personally actually been to Colombia, so I actually have you know, family members. You know, I haven't I haven't seen, and and you know, in Colombia. Um, but that's something that you know they've they've kind of you know been prominent in my life, and still give the the saludos. Uh, they mm-hmm. still give the the, hey, how you doing? You know, uh, yeah. what's going on, and those kind of updates. Uh, so yeah, cool, love it. What else?
3: Uh actually still have family Back in Mexico uh, On my mother's side uh, I haven't gone since I mean I only live 10 minutes is too much From the border From South Texas mm-hmm. uh, But uh, I haven't been to Mexico Since I Maybe since I was five so Almost Almost 20 years ago mm-hmm. uh, So But every so often We get the phone call Says hey Miko How you doing Uh yeah, I'm like Hi uh, Tia Everything's fine Okay Do you want to check in And I think that's That's so heartwarming That even though You're miles apart You actually get to You feel the connection
1: Yeah I love that Actually Quite recently um, My parents Their um, uh, Their Like legal stuff Was I finalized This year So they were After like 15 20 years My mom was able to see her sisters that she hasn't seen in many years. And um, unfortunately, I was here in college, so I couldn't go with them. Mm. But, um, yeah, we still have family. We have a lot of family in Mexico. Um, Mainly my mom's side. Yeah, Uh, um, There's still a lot of connection. They'll visit us sometimes. um, But... Yeah, a lot of family, a lot of family in Mexico.
0: I love that. Well, congratulations. So awesome. This, I mean, this has been so enlightening and just fun to have. Um, and I, I really do encourage all of our listeners, you just take a moment to stop and just take a look around in your chapter, on campus, in your band, and maybe each within the fraternity. And first just recognize that we are a diverse group. And then from there, see what you can do to learn more about different cultures, um, people's background, people's experiences, and just have a moment to allow people to share their stories with you. And I mean, it's just so, it just, it really does warm my heart and, and I hope that it does the same for, for everyone as well. So my, my last question for the group here, um, and you know, you've answered a lot of questions already, uh, some harder than others, uh, some deeper than others as well. And I just wanted to, uh, share my appreciation for your willingness to uh, to speak on everything so far. So my last question is, what piece of advice can you share with our listeners um, about how they can partake in celebrating Hispanic heritage month during this time period um, and not, and also just beyond October 15th. And we'll start with Nino on this one.
2: Um, I think that sometimes we get wrapped up on having to do something grand this month. And not that it's, not that it's, I'm all, I'm all for it. If, you know, if you're able, if you're available uh, to do something grand, I think it's a great um, exuberant kind of display of our heritage. Um, and you, sometimes, um, and I, I speak from personal experience, just when it comes to certain events, it's more, it, it feels like a, and it's just no real pressure except the pressure in which we put on ourselves. Um, and being like, oh, I can't do this and I really wanted to do it like this in this exact way and now I can't do it. And then October 15, 16 rolls by and you didn't quote unquote do anything for the month. And um, I feel that if we wrap ourselves too much on on, on it being perfect, on on creating this event, on, on really uh, showcasing our heritage, sometimes it could fall through the wayside and it's okay to just, do that one thing that you do every day. It's okay to have that one dinner that you do have with your family, with your, with your Latino friends, or even non-Latino friends, take them to, take them to um, a Hispanic restaurant or something like that. And I mean, now due to the way times are now, um, sometimes it's okay to just you know, jam and, and share your, your Hispanic your Spanish playlist on, on Spotify to your friends and just kind of celebrate that way. And those, it's those little things that adds up to show that, you you know what, even if you don't do that big thing, you are proud of your heritage and these little things add up. And it's a great representation of who you are, no matter what you do uh, mm. per se. Powerful
0: stuff. Thank you, Nino. Um, and then Gabriel, what about you? What are your thoughts on a piece of advice for listeners who want to partake in celebrating? Well,
3: uh, Go, going off of that, I mean these guys can uh, can bear witness to where hispanic heritage arouses mainly or mostly around music and food uh I know back home a lot of our 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 family get together's there's no uh, playing games or or doing something extravagant—it's mainly just all of us coming together as a family, sitting down and listening to music, yeah. or having or having a simple dish, uh, just talking, and it can last days even. It does not stop to it. But I think the biggest advice I can give is that even if you if you don't think you are uh, celebrating or or uh not celebrating oh, celebrating but also trying to share the Hispanic heritage yeah. even even though you think you're not doing it you probably are uh as in our form of of music right land rhythms or or land music in general its rhythms and styles have influenced Many, many American dance music for generations yeah. to where even you might not listen to a radio, you might listen to a song on the radio, and be like, oh, that, that that's a cool rhythm and it, it makes your body move or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. There's bound to be some Hispanic background into it.
0: Yeah, I love that. Uh, Jose, what about you? What are your thoughts on a piece of advice?
1: I mean, in all honesty, a lot of a lot of Hispanic families that I know um, don't really celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. Hispanic Heritage Month, just because they do this every day, it's, it's like their daily routine. Yeah, I feel like me. Um, this month is more uh, for it's for the Hispanic Heritage but it's directed towards more for people who want to learn Mm. more about the culture or want to uh, dive in into something that they don't know. Yeah. I would say um, the only thing to take away, uh, the only piece of advice is to put yourself aside. Put your beliefs beliefs aside for a moment for you to understand Mm. slash appreciate other people's heritage other people's um beliefs and customs just because um uh the way i do things is not the way that my neighbor is going to be doing things We, we may well happen to be hispanic but i'm i do things i roll my tortillas differently Mm. I I make my food with different flavors. Yeah. And make, I do everything in a different light. Yeah. So the thing I would take away is put yourself aside to learn about someone else.
0: Powerful stuff. So Jose, Nino, Gabriel, thank you all so, so very much for joining us today. I mean, on behalf of Kappa Kappa Psi, the entire fraternity, the National Council, we truly appreciate you, each and every one of you, admire all that you're doing to continue to promote musicianship, leadership, and service. Um, and a huge thanks to all of our listeners for joining today. If you like this episode, then please share and suggest our podcast series to another brother today and subscribe if you haven't already done so. You know, we do this not to hear ourselves talk, but to share insight. That could hopefully be meaningful for each person in this fraternity. But we also need your help in finding topics to cover and brothers to join me as guests on this show. So if you have suggestions, please reach out to me at banco at kksi.org. That's B-A-N-G-C-O at KKPsi.org. Thanks again for joining us on KKSi Presents. My name is Bonco, your humble host, and I wish you all much love today. And as always, A-E-A.